It's Thursday. The sun is shining and it's already about 16 degrees. So we'll take that. Uh, on, a, on a not so positive news, uh, the M50 northbound at the Fingless exit is a bad crash. And uh, a lot of people are stuck there because of that. Um, so around, uh, yeah, around Fingless northbound, I'm sure it's only going to get going to get worse. We'll let you know as, as we get it. Um, so uh, the stories around this morning uh, is, is a nickname that's not going to go away. I don't think Leaky Leo in the clear. Leo will not face any criminal charges following an investigation surrounding the leaking of a confidential GP contract to a pal. Uh, and I've seen many people say, just because they, they find that there's nothing to, uh, to, to do any further business with on that, it doesn't mean it wasn't wrong and wasn't weird. Uh, stuff of nightmares depends on what country you're in. Some nightmares might seem very, very common. Have you been chased by an enemy? I still have one. haven't had it in a long time, but I remember from a child... Childhood, uh, getting chased by a traffic light. So being chased by any kind of enemy, missing a train or sitting an exam without any preparation. They're all quite generic and quite normal. If you have them, don't worry too much about it. But analysis of Google search data, because what do you do the first thing you wake up? You go, what does that dream mean? My teeth fell out. Uh, over this side of the world, bees. If you dream about bees, they're often a feature of more unique bad dreams, which could point to social anxiety. Uh, in America... They worry about uh, visiting the eye doctor and their toes falling off and possibly also playing the tuba, which experts say could signal a fear of unwanted attention. Yeah, well, blow into a tuba or even try and carry one upside down and yeah, you'll get a lot of attention. In Australia, night terrors reflect the natural environment, so bugs and snakes and stuff like that. Uh, German people apparently study uh, or uh, uh, have nightmares about travelling, signalling anxiety about their life's direction. The French have nightmares about FaceTime. Come on now. Italians, is uh, they, they have nightmares about food. Why? Why would you get upset about the food there? The food is so amazing in Italy. Why? I can't understand it. And in Vietnam, most people have bad dreams about their ex-lovers. Seriously. Where do they get it? And where do they get the time? Uh, I really do feel like a, a bit of a broken record saying this, but they're, they're, still, they're still just... Dangling us in. Summer is finally here as Medair and vows that the weather will get sunnier and sunnier with top temperatures climbing to 24 degrees by Sunday. Long blasts of warm sunshine. It looks like it's going to stay, says Joanna Donnelly. I'm not, to out, I'm not doubting you, Joanna. I'm just, we're looking at the cloud every day. Um, she explained that the summer has so far underwhelmed because the jet stream has not been far enough north, meaning cooler temperatures than we would expect. I don't even mind the temperatures, it's just the, the lack of sunshine. It's starting already with temperatures starting to rise. Uh, it will start in the southeast and then go countrywide. Daytime temperatures will follow and the days will get hotter. So that's what we can look forward to over the next few days. Bit of a cliffhanger last night on uh, Love Island. Like, they just keep you waiting and waiting. You're waiting for the recoupling. And then, tomorrow night. But you... Oh, an hour of your life you'll never get back and then that. But uh, the Irish stars in the show are going to have a chance to earn a fortune. So they've worked out the dummy. It uh, could be on just, you know, an average kind of wage working in a, in a lab. But he now has, uh, heading for, I think, 200,000 uh, Instagram followers. He's on 170-odd at the moment, I think. He can expect to earn a lot more when he leaves the show. Uh, it's always good for Irish contestants and the exposure. Maura became a millionaire overnight. Her first first big deal, I think, was Anne Summers. Um, she got €585,000 from a deal with Boohoo. Uh, then there was something from uh, Bellamyanta, the tan company that was almost 300,000 and it just keeps on going up and it's like a domino effect uh, Greg O'Shea has done well out of it not quite more a level but he's done okay out of it 
Uh, and Jack Keating, well, we don't know what... Jack kind of needs to probably get his face in the in the show a bit more, but if he was to do that, then he probably would have uh, have a good chance of, of getting a bit more a bit more action. And, um, yeah, that's kind of this, the M50 crash is just being cleared. Nice one. Hopefully they got that in time, so it's... Um, you know, won't have any massive effect. Uh, with the hot weather on the way, though, someone has taken the time to work out the uh, 10 most beautiful and scenic beaches um, for uh, around Ireland, basically. And, uh, well, there's nothing too nothing too much um, on our side of the, of the world. There's a lot of Donegal. There's a lot of Mayo. There's a lot of Kerry. There's an awful lot of Donegal. Uh, so Keane Beach in Ackle, if you've never been... It is one of those places where you just say, is this actually Ireland? It's absolutely un- unreal. Um, I'm ashamed that I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce Coominool Beach in County Kerry. Maybe I've got it right. Silver Strand in Donegal. Kinnegal Bay in Donegal. Ballymore Stocker Beach in County Donegal. Silver Strand in County Mayo. Caramore Beach in County Mayo. Uh, Fermoyle Strand in County Kerry. Dewey Beach in, again in County Donegal. And... Ballyduane Beach in County Waterford. They are the ones that you need to scratch off the list if you've never been. I know it's much handier having gone to the usuals on this side of uh, of Ireland, but um, they just the photographs are just unbelievable if you get the weather as well. Anyway, look, hopefully it'll happen. It'll happen. Positive thoughts. I thought uh, tennis was never meant to be, you know, a, a sport where there was any sort of messing going on. But uh, three Wimbledon security guards have been arrested after an alleged brawl at the end of a match as the scuffle took place when the spectator shouted someone call security before being told it was the guards who were actually involved so how did he call security about security uh, the incident happened on Friday as understand uh, stood it was sparked by a disagreement over the duration of a break taken by a guard who's employed by a security company officers on duty at the Wimbledon Tennis Championships were alerted to the altercation within the grounds officers attended and three men working at the event were arrested on suspicion of a fray. God, it all sounds very posh and gentle at the same time, but also, uh, also, kind of, kind of. You're wrecking the buzz here, lads. Like we're trying to have a nice tennis tournament. Before the tournament started, tennis fans were warned by residents in Wimbledon that antisocial behaviour would not be tolerated. A note from a worried resident was pinned on a tree in Wimbledon Park that says, "Game, sex, and match. No thanks." Visiting fans, please respect our park and woodland. Anti-social behaviour such as drugs, booze and sex parties will not be tolerated. Police patrol this area regularly and you have been warned. Like, that's the ultimate uh, little note on your car when you've parked in someone's spot that you haven't parked in, isn't it? Like, that, they've gone to great detail. I thought now with all the celebrities, I know it's not full of celebrities, but obviously they're, I would have thought they're, you know, respectful individuals. Is there any need for those kind of signs? Um, but anyway, I don't know what you do when... Call security. No, it is actually security digging the head off each other. Uh, another thing that I'm not really surprised with this, I'm sure you're not either. Uh, hunger can actually really make us feel hangry. It is a thing. Angry and hungry at the same time. Uh, researchers found that feeling hungry triggers negative emotions such as irritability. Yeah. Yeah, this, this isn't a surprise, I would have thought. Um, adult participants from all over Europe recorded their levels of hunger as well as a range of measures of emotional well-being over 21 days. The findings were substantial. And basically, um, after taking into account factors such as age, weight, gender, diet, personality traits, hunger was associated with irritability in 37% of participants. And anger was actually less. So, 
I don't know what the lesson there is. Obviously, if you're starving now and you're going into work and someone's going to annoy you, not going to be a good combo. So get something. Uh, and equally then when it gets a little bit later on in the morning, if you've got to uh, have a meeting with someone who you're just, you know, maybe leave that till after lunchtime. It might go a little bit better. That's my advice this morning. Um, anyway, we will uh, we'll be dishing the dirt in a few minutes' time. The postcard didn't even happen last night. And I'm wondering, is that because... It was going to be so uh, outrageous It was going to upset everybody Or is it just with the whole Be kind vibe now on Love Island Or be kinder maybe uh, The postcard thing doesn't really work It was one of the best bits of the show And then that cliffhanger Across the year a man who has a little bit of Irish Well quite a, quite a good bit of Irish in fairness to you um, Have you ever heard of Batarocked? A Batarocked? No uh, It's an old practice that goes back hundreds of years But due to the famine and British interference it disappeared. So, uh, batterocked. Actually sounds like half of what you do with the thing. It's basically where you, uh, it's it's an Irish practice of stick fighting. See, I'd love to go see something like that. Imagine being in the Hill of Tara at 6am on a Thursday morning. Your stick would be around a foot long. Uh, the British Army began breaking up the stick fights, which were used to resolve disputes or entertain at fairs. So, uh, instead of a straightener, You'd have a batterocked. Um, it's a, it's a, a typically made from a blackthorn wood. It's a, sorry, it's about four feet long as the stick. And uh, there's a guy called Bernard Leddy who discovered batterocked uh, ten years ago and now hopes to bring it to a wider audience. Uh, the first time I heard of something like this was from my grandfather who'd seen two men fighting with sticks where one kills the other man. Uh, each stick is personal. It's measured to you. They can be made of all different local woods. Uh, sticks would be passed down within generations of families. This is my grandfather's stick. Uh, he began practicing batterocked after injuring his knee. He's a, a martial arts practitioner uh, since he was only eight, and uh, he says it's great exercise. You don't put any strain on some of your joints using it. So four foot long stick. I don't think you go anymore until the other person's dead. That's not the aim of the game anymore. Yeah, just, just to be clear, twenty twenty two, we're starting something different. But it's so sad that you know all those things that we've lost aren't coming back like it's great to see something like that because the Irish language is brilliant I, I made it a thing was it the year before last to start speaking Irish again I used to do it in school we used to learn essays 2005 we had to learn essays word for word so we went into our leaving cert if something came up we could take a paragraph from one essay a paragraph from the other essay and it was so good and then I just kind of lost interest in the, in the language but yeah the past two years I've gone back to speaking Irish again I can't think you don't get a, an opportunity to practice or whatever you know you, you get rusty or you know, you're just you're not ramping. School's people. the worst part of it. That's what it, it, it turns it into a negative. It's kind of batterocked us into us. Yeah, batter. <laughs> it is actually yeah. Um. So basically, anyone's anyone's welcome. He said, I've got a student who's eighty. Age does not matter in this at all. Um. He says, as a martial artist, I immediately see the benefit of it. I want to put it in every school and village in Ireland. It is a part of us. It is the heart of us. Well, I I didn't know as an Irish person that batterocked was a thing. So it's a brand new thing. We can uh, in the GAA go. will be doing it next. Yeah, black cards for it. Um, the other thing this morning is uh, any neighbourhood that has a lot of dogs have less crime. Yeah, because imagine you go in somewhere and all of a sudden the dog starts barking. It's not even that. Although that's a, that's a good one. If you're afraid hopping over a wall, there's going to be a set of teeth in your leg. Because dogs have to be walked, it's like automatic neighbourhood watch. That is a re. I never thought of that. Like my estate at night time, chances are you'll see three or four people. With a dog So if you're trying to rob a car or whatever There's more chance of you getting caught Does anyone still have that sticker on their door From years ago It was a blue sticker 
and the top corner and every single house all over Ireland had it in the late 90s, early 90s. Neighbourhood watch. Neighbourhood watch. And it meant absolutely nothing because uh, what a burglar is going to see, oh, there's a blue sticker. We're not going to rob that gaff. It might just mean we're a nosy neighbour. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was, it was an attempt at community policing. Does anyone still have it? Because it was only recently I went home and I was like, ma'am, what is that? She took it off her, new, off her old door and put it on the new door. <laughs> and yeah, nobody else has it, it in our estate. Deadly, like if there was a code on each sticker at the back, like you could win cash from the Gardaí or something. If, you know. <laughs> yeah, like we used to do with the FM 104 Stick and win. car stickers. Remember that? Stick it and win. Um, so basically people walking their dogs are essentially patrolling their neighbourhoods and... Uh, they see when things are not right so more dogs less crime it kind of makes sense actually when you think about it way better than a sticker yes um, anyway are you, will you take up a bit of uh, Batterocked someone just said it's, it still exists it's called hurling ah hurling is you know. <laughs> I suppose you're right actually Paddy still has one of those stickers on his door <laughs> remember the, them look yeah, at them Gardashikana neighbourhood watch area did that just mean that your neighbours were really, really nosy? What even the, the swirly circle? That's not even a guard. Like, the, what, what does that mean? I don't I'm know. sure there's, there is some significance behind that swirly circle thing. I just, it's like half of a peace sign or something, maybe. I don't know. But you'll always see it in like older estates around Dublin. People have that blue sign. You're right, though. Burglars are not going to go, Oh, better leave this gaff. They have a sticker on the door. There's Mary and Joe. I'll be caught if I go into this one. They know where it's at. <laughs> Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road and Dees Grange. Celebrating 50 years in the business. EPMooney.ie The reason Cardi B and Kanye have been hanging out is because they got a new song out together. She was chatting to uh, Zayn on Apple Beats about picking Kanye to be part of the track. I would have thought it would be the other way around, but uh, that is handy to... No... She's there somewhere, I think. Did I put it on? Second row, very last one. Would she be called Tom? No, sorry. No. I've started my fault. I didn't put it on the list. Sorry. That's okay. But um, basically, she's got a new song out with Kanye West. Um, we'll get it for you. We'll get it for you. Tom Grennan has posted a reel of what appears to be a teaser for his new track. Uh, Something's Brewing is uh, was what we know so far. kind of sounds not the very end but just at the start it's like when they're going to breaking news on a, a rolling news channel isn't it? Yes. He's something to say about Boris Johnson. And now to the latest stories this morning. Isn't it? It's like And today's news The Turtles okay this is this is good news the Turtles are back in a new adventure Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it will be on Netflix from the 5th, 5th of August now is this uh, are we talking April O'Neil era Turtles? Are we where are we going? April's in it. Master Splinter's in it. Krang's in it. A bit of a backstory, you know. Krang and mm-hmm. Bebop and Rock 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 and Join me, sister, <laughs> Virgin Media. <laughs> Time for us to finish making this universe in the yeah. image of Craig. What did they do to us? We've lost our mystic powers. Right now, the Krang are using that key to bring in something that will destroy the world. We lost. We 
We've still got a ninja's greatest weapon. Hope. I presume kids can watch this from the start and grown-ups can relive their... Yeah, I, I don't like I don't like the animation of it. It's that, you know, new age animation where they're all very pointy and squarey and all that. Yeah, okay. But it looks, you know what, it's the first Turtles thing that we've had in a long time. I, I will I will have a little look. I won't lie to you. Who will India choose when it comes to the next recoupling, Dami or Deji? And, like, what happened last night? Massive cliffhanger. You think it's coming. You get to the end of the episode. You've an hour of your life, not coming back. And then they go, oh, it'll be probably tomorrow. It's that way to hold you and Because they were teasing it as well It wasn't that we just thought it was going to happen oh, they knew It was a massive doing. click here to find out And no postcard uh, action either Like if India had seen Dammy with Summer That could have been the best episode Nearly in the history of Love Island Tonight So uh, who will India choose First world problems I'm used to dating Do you know yeah. what I mean So even with me speaking to Deji Hypothetically, if I was to ring back to the villa, yeah. I would need time to weigh up the boat. You're Obviously, you've got a connection with Dami. If you bring him back, then you're going to explore which one is the correct it's one the to follow me. in the same environment. Mm. As long as you sort of make that clear to him that if you was to potentially bring somebody back, then it's going to be, I will weigh up the pros and cons. It's so hard for me to not compare, like, the chemistry. Like, when of I look course. at Dami and we click and it's just like that. Of course. But it's like, just because that's not happening with Deji, it doesn't mean it's he's... Now, if you've ever had a problem, you've had a trace person in, and then a few months down the line, maybe even a year down the line, something's gone wrong, and you're like, oh God, will they even answer? Will they even remember me? There's kind of fear on both both sides here. When a plumber gets a phone call from who he thinks is a very angry customer. Hello? Hello, is that Liam? Yeah. Liam Lyons, is it? Yeah. Good man, listen, you're the plumber put in my uh, boiler there about a year ago. You put in a plumber up in my gaff there in uh, Farriswood, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was just like the... It's after bursting, so is there any chance you could come... Who's this? Alan. Alan Hill. Alan Daly. Yeah, no, but you have to ring the council, but I'll come up and have no, a look. I rang the council, they said that you put it in. And it's after bursting going through the ceiling, so you're going to have to pay for that. Yeah, Roy, who's this? Alan. Alan, Alan Hill. You came round my gaff about a year ago, and you put in a plum, you put in a gas boiler, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because it's bursting, you're going to have to pay for it. Well, so, that's grand. Well, I'll ring my office and find out now, all right? And if it's, if it's correct, I'll be up to you in a few minutes. What do you mean, if it's correct? What well, I said, if it's correct. Well, it is correct. I'm telling you now it's correct. Right, that's all right. All right? No, it's not all right. I'll ring out off. Yeah, all right, yeah. And I'll find out, right? You find out, right? Right, go on. Right. Hello? Yeah, there's oil coming out of me sailing here. You, you're going to spend all day ringing around. Are you having a laugh here? Will you go away? We haven't even been with you since March 2011. Who's this? This is Alan. Oh, you were here. You're in your Opel Vavavo. You were. I saw. I saw you. Yeah, get off me, phone. You're going you around you in your look. Snickers trousers. You. B- good luck. Who's that? You think you're great, don't you? <laughs> good you good look. Bald. B- you. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> what? Will you come round and fix me boiler? 
Dennis, is that you, your mother? Get off me phone, will you, you clown? You're busy. No, listen to me, listen. What? Jesus, what? Hello? Hello? Yeah, my dad says I'm to ring you because you wouldn't talk to him. Hello? Liam, is that Liam Lyons? No. Who's it? Is that it's Andy? Fa- it's, his, it's his fat psychic. Is that Fergus Gibson? <laughs> Sorry? Fergus Gibson, he's a fat psychic. <laughs> what? Did you ever listen to the Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104? This is a wind-up. Get off me phone, will you clown you? Do you know Jerry Byrne, do you? I do know Jerry Bourne. Get off the phone. Jerry, Jerry, well, do you know how busy I am at work? Jerry Bourne. Yeah, and you are ringing me, winding me up. <laughs> Get off the bleed phone, you clown you. Alright, Nemo. I'm sorry. F***ing <laughs> 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 you do ring you out the time. Oh, put them on, put it on there, because it's going to be hilarious. You're on the radio now, pal. Alright there, Liam. Ah, yeah. Is that Jerry? <laughs> it's Jim Jim here from the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Scumbag, you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute scumbag. <laughs> if I don't beat them uh, course words, yeah, my man kill me. Scumbag. Absolute bad. I've got to get some free for this. We'll give you a cuddle mug. Give you a bleeding slap. That's what I'll give you. You got me there, you Ten questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euros. FM 104's Instagram. With misquote.ie. Committed to delivering great value car insurance. See what you can save at misquote.ie. First of all, thanks, uh, thanks for all your questions people sent in. That's tomorrow's uh, Instagram. Sorted. <laughs> yes, there's some really good ones there. And some random ones as well. Ashling, uh, these questions have never been more fresh out of the oven. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great news for you. Ashling's WFH. Good. Forever, yeah. forever, all the time, or do you go in a couple of days a week? Or I go in three days a week into the office. Three? That's high enough, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you do? Uh, civil service. Vague. I always love when civil servants come on because it can be anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have a canteen in your job? We do. Yeah. Do you miss it? it? Uh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> She's got her kitchen canteen three days a week. Beans on toast again. Civil service no. is weird though. I, I, I know a guard who, uh, when they're asked, what do you do? Civil service. All right, what department? Justice. <laughs> vague. Yeah. Okay. So we have to be very vague, yeah. Ten questions. 1,000 euro. Good luck. The game starts in three, two, one. Splinter, Shredder and Krang are all baddies in what cartoon series? Uh, Ninja Turtles True or false Victoria Beckham is the oldest of the Spice Girls True What are the ingredients of a BLT? Oh um, Tomato, lettuce and uh, meat What's the B though? What could the B? Burger <laughs> Break My Soul is the latest song by what female superstar? Oh um, Adele Melissa Joan Hart played the famous witch in the 90s TV show but what was the 90s TV show? Focus, focus. Kim Jong-un is the leader of what country? China. Which line came first in the Lewis the green or the red? Uh, The green line. In what Dublin Gardens will the Paddy Park Comedy Festival take place later this month? Ivy Gardens. What What Thursday night ITV show recently announced it was ending later this year? Oh, God, I was watching it last night. Um, Holly Willoughby was a big star in the show. Yeah, uh, Celebrity Juice. Sorry. Uh, and in tennis, 
What piece of fruit is found at the top of the men's Wimbledon trophy? Oh, God. Think um, of, like random. Orange. An orange. Well, it makes as much sense as what the right answer is. I've no idea why a pineapple is on the top of the men's Wimbledon trophy. A posh fruit, maybe. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know why. It's, it's like what? What's strange. the significance of it? It's very, very strange. Might as well be an orange. Actually, <laughs> um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Hero, we'd have accepted both. Uh, Jerry is actually the eldest of the Spice Girls. She's All a couple right. of years older than Victoria. You've created something fantastic, I think, Ashling. So BLT is bacon, lettuce, tomato, but you said yeah. burger, lettuce, yeah. tomato. <laughs> that sounds nice. Can I get some burger on it? Break My Soul is from Beyonce. No, okay. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, oh, yeah. Kim Jong-un is the leader of North okay. Korea. If it North was to Korea. be China, I have no idea what would happen to the world right now. I think, <laughs> I think we don't need to get on it. Uh, Green Line came first. Ivy Gardens is correct. Celebrity Juice and, uh, as we mentioned, the pineapple. pineapple. So you got three yeah. out of ten today. Well, sorry. You know what? It's grand. Don't apologise to us. Nothing to apologise for. Yeah, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You've got a strawberry lamb clock cuddle mug, so you'll be fine. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having a go, Ashing. Cheers, thank you. Good luck now. If you'd like a personalised pineapple sent back to you, uh, you can let us know. So uh, last night I was at a barbecue. Lovely. Finished the barbecue and I was walking home. I said, look, we'll go in and we'll, we'll have one and say hello to such and such to a friend of ours. And this man walked into the pub and he was, no lie, seven foot. He was the tallest man I've ever stood beside in my entire life. Now, did you, how did you get to the seven? Oh, he told us after a while he was seven foot. Someone asked him. So he sat how down. How big were his feet? Massive. They were like canoes. Right. He was walking in with canoes. I'd expect that. So we were chatting away and uh, he's American and he was over on holidays. But there was just something fishy. Every one of us were like, this fella's somebody. You know when you know somebody is somebody, but you don't know where they're from or what they do. And uh, one of the lads just said, are you famous? And he says, you could say that. You could say I'm famous. Okay, okay. So he plays basketball. If anyone's listening right now, could you tell us how famous this man is? Because a friend of mine is a massive basketball fan. Is always out in Bushy Park playing basketball. And I text the name of this man and he went, what? Where is he? I'm on my way in. Okay. So the man's name is um, John Sally. Okay. Right. John Sally is a basketball player. He's the first player in NBA history to win championships with three different franchises, as well as the first player in the NBA to win a championship in three different decades. Now, Crosby, I'm not being pedantic here, but he's six foot eleven inches. That lion told me he was seven foot. <laughs> he was in. He's not far off. Never. <laughs> he's two point one one meters. He is. He's been in a ton of movies. You know the Bad Boy franchise with uh, Will Smith yeah, and yeah, all that? Yeah. He's been in that. He's ridiculously famous in America and he's currently going around Ireland and not that many people are going over to him. The only reason why they're going over to him is because he's nearly seven foot. No one cares about anything else and he said he's been having a great time but people coming over going, what height are you? I had to be rescued by the AA the other day and the guy couldn't drive the van into where I was stuck because the car park roof was two metres. This guy would have to duck. <laughs> he wouldn't have been able to fit it. He's huge. And it just, it made my evening. And we were going home and I was like, I can't believe, you know, there's probably loads of people who follow the NBA going, you met John Sally? Wow. I was like, I met a man who was nearly seven foot. Well, well I thought he was seven foot. He was there ahead of the, that history uh, uh, achievement, ahead of even LeBron James. So 
Yeah, he's pretty famous, Crossy. Really, really famous, and he was walking around Ballsbridge last he, night. What's he doing around here? He's on his holidays with his missus. Okay. Who is stunning looking. She was really nice as well, and they were just chatting away. He gave a 20 quid tip to the barman. He played for the Lakers, Chicago Bulls. You were talking to basketball royalty, like. And I was like, well, I get a photograph. We went through that phase, and I was like, you know what? He's sitting down here chatting to us. I then said... I hope you enjoy Ireland and I walked out and I was like I'm such an idiot didn't get a photograph anyway my friend's a massive basketball fan and he was going to drive in last night after his gig because he wanted to see him that's pretty cool yeah keep an eye out for a, a massive man walking around <laughs> Johnny Brooker Balls Bridge 2.11 metres he left a duck to go into the underground car park <laughs> now it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road and Dees Grange. Celebrating 50 years in the business. EPMooney.ie No postcard. No actual cliffhanger. No Jack Keating. What's going on in Love Island? One hour of your life wasted last night. Laura Whitmore was, it was the first time she was back in 31 days. 31 days? What's that is a long that? time. I thought she was a presenter. Like, that's not a presenter. Are they trying to, you know, reduce the amount of time she's on it? Bar on the well, Sunday shows. I don't know why you would. I think that was that was the deal. She didn't need to be there that often, but still. The viewing figures for this, uh, Virgin Media posted them last night. And it's mad, the amount of people that are watching it this year, compared to other years. And it's kind of one of those shows you have to really watch it live. You just, you know, you, you, you'll hear something or someone will say something. Otherwise, uh, Tasha's torn between Billy and Andrew, so she turns to Danica for reassurance after a bit of a mooch. Literally, you've done, you've done literally nothing wrong. What you've done is you've had a vibe, you've just gone with the flow, you've done what's right in the moment. You are still Tasha, you're yeah, still single yeah. you. You've just gone with the vibe in here, and to be honest with you, that kiss will either solidify if you maybe want to just still get to know him, or if like, it's like, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's a good kiss. <laughs> okay. So Hayden Pateri, right? She was in a lot of early noughties movies. She was always the blonde person in a horror movie that would get killed. Anyway, she's in the Scream movies, but wasn't brought back in the last Scream movie when everyone else was brought back bar her. Why was she overlooked? See, she's got some she's got some stuff going on, and as well as that, I only found out today, she is married to one of the Klitschenchos. We know the, the Ukrainians, the boxers. Yes. That's gone over to Ukraine. She's married to one of them, has a kid with him. Anyway, she's getting her life back on track. And she said, right, because Scream's coming back in 2024 for another rehash of the movie, she rang up the director and was like, I want my role back, please. And they said, yeah. Oh. I called them up myself and was like, so you guys don't, like, happen to want to bring Kirby back, do you? I did. I wanted to be in it that badly. Can you tell us, does Kirby make it past the first kill? I don't think I can. (laughs) But I don't think anyone's going to be disappointed. Ooh. That's good. Brad Pitt has told of his struggles with a rare face blindness condition that makes him unable to recognise people. Some sufferers with prosopagnosia uh, cannot even remember members of their own family. Now, he hasn't been diagnosed with this, but he's saying he's long believed he suffered with it. He said people thought he was aloof and inaccessible when he didn't recognise them. Uh, and he said, no one believes me. He previously said many people hate him because they think he is disrespecting them. He actually can't recognise them. Maybe the amount of people he meets on a daily basis and the, he is so, 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 
finally Paul Rudd what's, what's going on him this so morning? Paul Rudd uh, is going, going viral online this morning because a little fella in America had a class yearbook you know the way everyone has it yeah. and nobody would sign it so Paul Rudd found out about it and gave him a call listen oh. to this anyway I heard about you and I'm like I gotta talk to this kid because this this kid sounds like my kind of guy like chess like fencing like dinosaurs am I right yeah. These right here, these right here. All right. Well, I'm very excited that uh, I get to talk to you, that I get to meet you. Nice thing to do for Blade. Such a nice guy, Paul Rudd. We also like dinosaurs. So I would suggest, like, I would say that you are a picky eater. Can be, yeah, yeah. Ordered something today. No tomato. Well, actually, didn't even mention tomatoes on the list of items, and then tomatoes came with their seeds spread all over my sandwich. I was like, <laughs> never again. I'd love to know if you're listening right now and you're a picky eater how picky are you? I have a friend of mine who goes out and I know every time I see him he gets a burger and chips no matter where he goes a burger and chips he wants the bun on the side he wants the sauces on the side he doesn't mind like the lettuce on top of the burger and he wants the chips on a separate plate everywhere we go and it drives me mad I'm like just order something different that you don't need to be picky all the time so all the bits on the side is that so he can create like he can manage what level of whatever is on it himself and create his own it drives me mad I I wouldn't do that but I kind of understand you know if I get food I'll always just order it and I'll just pick off whatever I want myself see if you're someone who's like I just want a smear of ketchup like the tiniest amount and then it comes out That, that ruins your burger then but you just scrape it off yeah, but then, Because uh, they're always busy. You I, know, they're always busy. You don't want to be that awkward person going into a understand. shop. What I don't understand is people who, for example, would eat the chips first or the burger first. They can't mix. They do. They go through their plate in a different section. And one at a time. One thing at a time. One chip. One chip. Yeah. Yeah, so if you are a picky eater or if your other half is, let us know. Because I have got a story on a let penguin. Us uh, let us know. Let a us penguin. pray. A penguin in Tokyo, right? So there's a, a zoo in Tokyo and inflation is really bad over there at the minute. So the zoo has to start cutting back on all the food it is giving the animals, okay. as in the type of food. So in the penguin enclosure, they're not given the proper fish that they would always give now. They're given the mackerel. And there's videos doing the rounds this morning of every time the zookeeper goes over to give the penguins their food. They turn. Like the videos of them turning their heads. And not, they won't eat the food that they're giving them. So now they have to... It's the only pet enclosure of the whole zoo that has the finest food because the penguins were, were getting skinnier because they weren't <laughs> eating the food that they were given. And uh, online they were saying this morning that every penguin all over the world they just eat normal you know with the food that they're giving them it's mm. not bad but these penguins are really posh and they've got a few notions and they're like no we're not going to eat this posh penguins yeah I'm going to stick it up at fm104.ie it is very very funny and I'll make you laugh this morning going Do you know, it's not just us that are awkward eaters when it comes to things like that I wonder what they normally get kippers some kind of fish whatever yeah. it is they're going to make that zoo bankrupt because they're very, very yeah fuzzy. and it's just the penguins that are doing it uh, hidden cameras in Airbnbs. Uh, it's uh, look. I have no doubt it happens more than people realise. Uh, like obviously, there's loads of great people who just want to give you somewhere to stay, maybe save a few quid, or you know, experience living somewhere in wherever you're going without a hotel vibe. That's fine, but it has to be a hotbed for weirdos and creeps as well. No. It is. And to me, I've done a few Airbnbs before. You kind of have to rent out the whole gaff. Renting out someone's room can be a bit dodge. 
A couple is suing the host of an Airbnb rental property in Maine, claiming the guy installed a secret recording device in the main bedroom of the apartment they stayed in back in 2020. Uh, the most worrying thing for this couple was, well, they had a bit of action. So, but they didn't think anyone else was going to be watching or recording. That is terrifying. The couple claims they had no knowledge of this at the time, not suspecting anything was amiss and carrying on with their stay like normal, including activities, um, among other intimate moments in which they were getting changed, having private conversations. Uh, they were contacted by local police, which say they informed them that the host they'd stayed in had put a hidden camera in a clock radio in the bedroom with a full view of the bed, which was apparently filming all the time. They were never told about any cameras from either the rental person or Airbnb and insist they had reasonable expectation to privacy in a place they're staying in. You, you would expect that, wouldn't you? What would you do? You'd burn the house then. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's too late now. You know, the footage of you or your, your conversation is, is done. Um, a woman last month alleged there were not-so-secret cameras littered throughout an Airbnb rental she stayed in but they shut her down saying there was no truth to the matter a conclusion they say was reached by the authorities but again something could be moved quickly um, so Airbnb say their law enforcement operations team is working to support any local police wherever they are uh, in the world and they strictly prohibit hidden cameras and uh, they will remove any property which has accusations of, of having one you kind of get lost on the Airbnb app sometimes when you see some of the gaps that are available and if you have a load of friends it makes it even better because what well, you can pay a hundred oh, quid for this massive gaff a night yeah splits um, has anything like that has anything been a bit weird when you you stayed away if you were in Europe or something or you, you used Airbnb did you ever find anything that was a little bit strange a strange hole in the bathroom or you know uh, what looked like a smoke detector that actually had I don't know the edge of an iPad hanging <laughs> like Tommy Tiernan stayed somewhere recently I was listening to his podcast and he said he always has a pooch around to see you know yeah. Has anyone left anything? Somebody left an object in the drawer of his bedroom. Was okay. it a Bible? It wasn't a Bible. Right. It was something else that would, uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he then had this predicament. Does he let the people who own the place know that it was left there? Or do they think he would have left yeah, it there? Yeah, so oh. I, it's a predicament you're kind of going, right. Oh, it's a tough one. Is he a dirty devil or is... He handling something that is not his and he shouldn't be handling it. You don't have to it. handle it, but you could say to the owner or whatever, there's a thing. But it's it's, it mine, brings though. awkwardness as well. And then it's not like, no, it's not mine, it's not mine, it's not mine, I do it. Wow, yeah, that's very awkward. I don't know what you do. It was a great story. I was laughed a lot when he said it. Either have the awkward conversation now or be fiery afterwards that people are talking about, especially if you're famous. It's like, Tom, you never guess what Tommy Tiernan left in a... <laughs> And he was on his own. I think I, I think I'd bring it up first. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have people talking about you. Or would you bring it home with you and then get rid of it? No, so that no one would ever know about it, and it's just you cleaning someone else's. Oh, actually, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I heard Emma talking about this yesterday on her show, but I think this is more of a girl thing than a guy thing. Cross, you tell me if I'm wrong here. But basically, there's an app now that is called Dusk, and you know when you have random random fun chats with uh, people in bathrooms again I, I can't even relate to this because I've never had a random fun chat with another man in the bathroom but I do feel girls sometimes make friends over makeup or perfume or what's that or where'd you get those shoes or that's a lovely handbag 
Yeah, the places I frequent, and there's probably only room for two people in the jacks. You're just lads. You're just getting yeah. in. You're getting in and out. Again. You know, there's, there's no, that's a nice jacket. <laughs> what? Sorry? Where do you buy that? So, girls, uh, a nightlife discovery app um, comes from their brand new service called Bathroom BFFs, a place to submit stories from long lost bathroom buddies in the hopes of reuniting with the one that got away. Now, that suggests a romantic thing. I don't even know if, like, would you actually want to make friends with someone you had a bit of a buzz with? But we all have that one friend. Uh, a friend of mine, every time we go out, always has to bring the table beside him into the conversation. And it's very annoying when you're going out to have a chat with him. And then all of a sudden, he ends up kind of naturally talking to the people beside you. And then they join the table. And you're like, I'm coming out just with you. And now all of a sudden, we have 11 people with us. We're having these mad conversations. And I just want to have a chat with is, you. Is this Wayne? Oh, that's another one, yeah. Yeah, there's two that I actually you have. See, you, there are par- people with certain types of personalities who can talk to just about anybody. And they're the ones, you're right, you, you end up, that they end up making friends with people all around you and you're like, hello! And you don't hello. mind just saying hello or whatever it is, but when you then have to start, and what do you do? And where do you go? And what's Jim Jim like? And what's Snobby like? And I'm going, Jesus Christ. They hate horrible. each other. They they're hate horrible. each other. They don't talk to you. They're in two separate studios. Did they ever tell you that? <laughs> According to a survey of uh, people aged 18 to 45, um, 59% of people have given or received relationship information in a club, pub or bar toilet. One in five have ended relationships and started new ones off the back of their bathroom buddy's advice. Um, A woman overheard me in the loo debating whether to get a boob job or not. She told me she'd had her done a few months ago, proceeded to get fully topless, let me feel them. And uh, we had a quality assessment. I've, I've heard of girls discussing Botox uh, and then one person going, oh, I get it. And they're like, oh, can you move your eye? Can you move your forehead for me so I can see this? <laughs> and like, I, this definitely feels like a girl thing uh, in a great way. But there's the app. We can actually, if you really did hit it off and you're like, God, I'd be great friends with that person. Now you can. The app's called Dusk. That is such a clever idea. And especially if you're only new to Dublin or you've just moved out and you've moved to a different part of town yeah, yeah. and you're in there and you did, that is cool. Oh, friends. Hi, friend. Now you can. You know, a very joyous moment when you're a young child and you have relations coming around or you've got the gaff already for your party and uh, you get an envelope and you know there's something in it. Uh, fast forward when your childhood is over, uh, but you're still a child at heart, Hannah. Yeah, well, like, is it not that up until 30 you get money from your aunties and uncles? I wish. So 15, I would have thought. It was your birthday today. Happy, happy belated. You're not 30 yet, though, are you? No, I'm 29, and okay. I'm not getting really? the dollars. As I a message handed the other day, I said, happy birthday. Is it kicking the arse off? 30 now, aren't you? Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Sure, you don't look a day over 21. Thanks. Anyway, uh, so on Instagram the other day, you were spotted doing something. <laughs> right. So it's her private stories. I shouldn't be saying this, but anyway, she gets a card from somebody. I'm not going to say who it is. And she opens up the card. On, and Hannah, does, I'm going to do it. Hannah, tell us, what, what, what did you do with the card? Come on. I shook it to see if there was any cash. Right. And unfortunately, there wasn't. Did they revolution. No, they didn't. Okay. Now, when I say my mother has 11 siblings. Right. So you have lots of aunties and uncles. Lots of aunties and uncles. My dad, nine. And right. I got 50 euro in total. In total? In total, from one. an absolute disgrace? From 20 aunties and uncles, you got 50? Yeah. They must hate you, Hannah. But every year up until this year, I've been getting cash. Is it because Megan's their favourite or Caitlin? Megan and Caitlin, as they've reached 30, unfortunately, have not gotten a cent since. But up until they were 30, they were getting cash. I'll give you €2.50 each. (laughs) I wonder... 
what is the story when it comes to it? When birthdays, when do you stop giving people money? I think I was 15 and that was the last time I actually saw them as well. So once the money ran out, good you, luck. You packed your bag and moved to Dublin at 15 and you, you disowned Navin for a while. So yeah. Maybe that was why. Uh, you must have been a melter of a kid or something, were you? Sorry, I've been getting cash up until last year from everyone. Loss. Like, would you make loads? I've been getting 50 euros. Each? From all 11 on the one side. Well, the other so side, not your dad's not side, then. so much. Oh God, this is a family. So 550 lids for your birthday. And you're probably relying on that money yeah. then. Yeah, I was giddy and I've been gloating to Megan and Caitlin because obviously they don't get it anymore. And I was like, my last year now, I'll be rolling in it. <laughs> You've turned the card upside not down. Sup. I turned it inside and out. Uh, spoiled much, says a message. <laughs> <laughs> I shook the envelopes as well, just in case. Right. So just like a, a family tradition thing. It's not, not a Waterford thing. It's not a tradition. Is that not normal? I don't think it's normal, Hannah. No, no. Birthday presents on your birthday. And no? did your ma make you still ring them to say thanks afterwards? Yeah, I had to text everyone saying thanks for the card. You bet you just copy and pasted, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Oh! Except the one auntie, I said thanks for the card and the lovely gift of fifty euro. But fifty squid is a lot money. of money. So Isn't did, it? hang on, did they all get your cards? Yeah. Oh, well, they're still thinking of you then. No, that's even worse, Hannah. They're probably thinking. Uh, all right, she's in Dublin now. She's 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 got a good job now in F one hundred four. She doesn't need our financial assistance anymore. Absolutely not. They, come on, come on. Wow. Especially with COVID, you were down there for two years, so you obviously would have saw them all. Yeah, made exactly. more of an effort to be oh, with I'll them. Be meeting them soon now, and I will be bringing it up well, if they're not listening now. I think they'll get there first. And I love how I put it on my private stories, and Crossy has broadcast. <laughs> this, this is probably in the family WhatsApp group right now. <laughs> I'm trying Hannah. to get you the money. This is it. We're going to do a whip around. <laughs> Hannah has left the group. Do you want to go for me, Page, for next year or something, do you? I, well, why don't we just do it for this year? It's not that, like, it's, it's not it was too late. on Tuesday. Can you hear me out, right? For people who are single right now listening, I, I would love this. Or people, I'm never getting married, all right? There needs to be something that's not a birthday for people who are single. So we have communions, confirmations. We get a load of money for it. But single people have birthdays as well. No, right? okay, birthdays, but money-wise, you don't really get it. You need an event. Everyone gets weddings and they get loads of money for it. But what if you're single? You never get a wedding. You get maybe a 40th or a 50th. But I want something between 20 and 30 that you are guaranteed to have that you know you're going to get a couple of grand for. Mm, it's a good idea. If you're single. Yeah. Like, what, what do you have? You have nothing. You have nothing. You have to go marry nothing. somebody. You have sympathy on Valentine's Day. And you, I get a few presents on, on Valentine's sec, Day due to sympathy. You can also do whatever you want, whenever you want you don't have to worry about other people their feelings you don't have to buy them presents you don't have to worry about Christmas time because you've got there's lots of positives being single I love single, gift like. giving well, and clearly also, and, and receiving <laughs> receiving gifts from a boyfriend on Christmas have you got is, one of them as well a what a, boy- a boyfriend no I don't unfortunately and is, you you are well versed in that one this is such a sob story really <laughs> 18 is the cut off point Hannah get real <gasps> no if that was my niece she would be excommunicated <laughs> I have 17 aunts and uncles on one side and 12 on the other. I got a book one time. <laughs> a book? Oh! A book. oh. oh it's from no, Jane cash, cash is king. Cash is king. Have cash I just only. been too spoilt up until now? Yes. Uh, I think so, honey, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so sad. I think we should have a chat with your dad someday, preferably oh, on air. Poor Tony. <laughs> okay, uh, right. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Better luck next year. <laughs>